Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. America, we are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Hey y'all, it's Alante, and you're listening to Black and in Grad School, the podcast that helps women and people of color like you excel in this journey. If you're listening, I believe you are an aspiring or current scholar who wants to successfully navigate this process by sharing my experience while pursuing my PhD and interviewing other Black graduate students or early career professionals. It is my hope that you can glean encouragement, advice, and strategies that you can apply to your journey. Thanks for listening. What's up? It's Alante, and I am coming with my birthday episode. OMG! Your girl is about to be 32. 32. Like, who let this happen? (laughs) But honestly, like, thank God I made it. And I'm going to get right to it. I know it's been a minute since I've been a solo episode. A lot has been happening with school and also like just meeting amazing people who want to talk about their story and share their experiences on the podcast. So here we are, you know, happy to be back. Just me. And we're going to keep this quick because high key, I'm hungry and I am um, ready to celebrate my birthday. So I'm going to start with Lessons from the Trap. And the song I'm picking is so Midwest. It's really from like one of my favorite albums since I've been in grad school. Like, and I really feel like I need to make a Midwest playlist because at this point, I love Midwest music like so much. It's kind of hilarious how many um, artists I enjoy that are from the Midwest. So I'm like, maybe there's something here because I really, really love Midwest artist. So now let me give you the name of the artist. I mean, the artist is Smino. Love Smino. Oh my gosh, a fave. However, I don't know the name of the song. I just know how it go. Um, Maraca by Smino. And literally, okay, this is the line though. Life insurance is doing exactly what you like and love. That's it. That's it. And I feel like I have just been trying to get to that point of like, what do I like? What do I love? Is that what I'm doing? Is that what I'm doing? I don't know. I don't know some days. Okay. Some days I absolutely am sure. Other days I have no clue. And that goes for this um, this project that I have taken on now for three years. It also goes for grad school and academia. I, I don't know 100% because I think they both serve such different parts of me. Um, even though, of course, they clearly align and they have some sort of resemblance and they have some ties to each other they still feel very different in my mind so 
I don't know, but I just feel like when I hear that line, it just gives me fuzzy feelings, and I want to just spread that to you. But Maraca by Smino, this is how the song starts. And then he goes actually into some other stuff. It's a great beat, all that jazz. Y'all know I love a good beat. But that is my lessons from the trap this week for my birthday. And I actually came on Instagram and asked, hey, what do you want to know? Because each year I've kind of had different ideas. Last year I wrote a letter to myself. The year before I shared what I learned. The year before I did that as well, which is wild. This is our fourth birthday that I'm sharing, you know, with you. So I'm so excited, but that's like wild in my head. So, okay, got some questions and I'm just going to like run them down. And that's going to be the 32nd birthday, y'all. Because for real, life is crazy. Um, on the other side of classes and just writing your dissertation, my update is I'm tired. <laughs> tired is exactly how I feel. That's the main thing is truth is I'm tired. Yeah, that. So let me pull up the questions so I can answer them. The first question I got, there are a couple, is the power of brand collaboration and what you have learned from your collaboration so far. So I've done quite a, a few now, and I'm really excited. I've done with Bumble, working with the GRE right now, Bolden, Huvine. I'm sure I'm missing a few, but those are the ones that immediately came to mind. And there are a couple of things that I feel like I've learned. One being that, um, and even I work with other, like other, grad student brands so like when black women phds black male phds just like a bunch of people like i said done some collaborations i feel like it's all about amplification and how we can improve or uh amplify each other that's really what i feel like i've learned is like how important amplifying each other is and how much further we can go together like the brunch that we did with the group of academic content creators that was awesome to meet with so many people and vibe with so many people like really made me happy the summit is always a collaboration and I get to connect and commune with so many people I've had clubhouses with like Dr. Angel Jones and Keelan from STEM Noir I mean I feel like I also get to just meet amazing humans and that is something I really really appreciate and actually this question comes from the pedestal project from my her my girl Takita we were actually, when I was doing my master's um, at Illinois, that's when she started her career at Illinois. Now she's like killing it and also has the pedestal project that does amazing work for black women. And um, it's so wild that she says that because we still trying to get a collaboration done. Um, just much love to her. Much, much love to her. Um, but I like that question. The next question comes from my girl, Moxie Mara, who asks, how do you stay styling? Shout out to a beauty supply store. I am queen of some beauty supply store earrings, okay? Like, I love me some beauty supply store earrings. I love me some press-ons. And I I'm on a budget right now. Like, the reality is, as a graduate student, my pockets is tight. And I know that. And I try to, like, just be honest about that with myself. Like, especially nails. Like, I love a really long nail, however... I cannot type with them, right? And I mean, I wish I could because I'd be like, dang, what what do I have that all the other girls that have these long nails and can type have? But I simply cannot. Like, I just really, I really can't. So I don't force myself to do that. So press-ons let me enjoy having long nails, but able to type come Monday. So 
that's one thing that I do. Again, I do love me some beauty supply store earrings. I'm quick to go. You don't go get the 99 cent ones. Spend them extra like five, six dollars and get like the ones in the case. That's like seven dollars. But they're actually like decent quality. Of course, not going to last you forever. But if you lose them, which I lose jewelry all the time, it's not a big deal. So that's uh, those are some of my like lower end kind of like hacks around like trends and stuff. I am trying to get away from fast fashion as if I didn't just order some stuff from Boohoo this week, but I am trying to. So even um, the dress I shared on Instagram, my bosoms dress, love it. It's thoughtful fashion. It's black owned, woman owned. And those are the things that I want to invest in. And so I do try my best to think about those things when I am making purchases. I've also stopped shopping at Amazon. I haven't had an Amazon account since September. So that also like forced me to be thoughtful because it's like, if I'm going to spend money now, I'm like, I'd rather it be with a black owned business, a woman owned business, a local business. Those are like my preferences. If I get all three amazing, but if I touch one of those, I'm really, really happy. So I try to be thoughtful and that means I also end up investing in things. So I don't mind spending a bit of money for something. If I know I'm going to get more than a couple wears, for example. And I've shared this before also. I think it was on like fly dress and finesse. I don't mind spending a couple hundred dollars on a piece that's gonna last me a really long time. For example, my Ugg boots, my winter at Ugg boots, and my coat. I bought my first year, my PhD. Now they are on a last whew, last leg, but I'm also almost done. So that was probably like 400 bucks I spent, but it lasted me five years. And I mean, it's cold where I live. They got their wear. They got a little bit of a break because of the um, because of the pandemic, fortunately, to last because I also recognize the things that I've invested in when I started my Ph.D. are on their last leg. And I'm like, I just need you to make it through this degree. When I have some money, I can buy another thing. Right. I could buy something better. So that was question number two. Thank you, Maxie, for always being so sweet. And also, I love me some lashes and uh, I'll go get me a little pack for what ten dollars. And pop those on when I want to be cute. Today, y'all getting fresh face shorty for those of y'all who are watching the video. And that is what we're going to do. Then Jasmine, who was actually on the podcast like maybe two or three episodes ago, Jasmine Benjamin asks, your year in review and what you're expecting for the next year. Who we, you know, I want to like be positive because I do feel like if I'm being honest, I felt like this past year of my life, like from my last birthday to this birthday, have been quite a few L's, quite a few L's, but not without W's, right? And I do feel like lately the L's have been really, really present, which is why I also haven't really wanted to share a lot because I don't, I feel like we already commiserate so much about graduate school. I don't want to add the energy to the space, right? But like, honestly, sometimes it just sucks, right? Like those two things are true at the same time. So the last year in review, I passed my, I finished all my coursework. I um, did pass my proposal. I've submitted a paper for publication. I'm working on another. I got the biggest partnership, like the largest company or like high profile company with the GRE. That was really exciting for me. I also have had the largest group of the Scholar Circle. That's really exciting. I mean, the Scholar Circle started, it was like six of us, which I was excited for us six. I was excited when it was like 15 and then the 
flew to 70 this year, which was like really, really exciting. Shout out to the Scholar Circle. You women um, are amazing and appreciate it. We are almost done with the semester. I am. Cannot wait. And um, also, I feel like I've taken really good care of my body, even though like I got my quarantine weight, too. I did, I've been working out. Like I have been consistently working out four days a week, which is I've been trying to build up to that for the last two years. Like the first year I was doing two days a week and I actually got lots of results because I wasn't working out before. Then I bumped it up to three days a week and I have been consistently working out four days a week in 2021 with the exception of like maybe two or three weeks out the entire year so far. I know we're only in April, but that's really, I'm really proud of myself. Not even a whole, I haven't even missed a month of complete, completely of like not working out four times a week. So I'm proud of myself for those things. And what I'm hoping for the next year as I'm wrapping up one more paper out for publication, my last two papers of my dissertation, I'm okay if they aren't on like they aren't out in like on the like in the review review and revise um process by the time I'm done but I really want three of the four no two two of the four and three kind of like definitely done come finishing my 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 PhD that's what's wild is going what my goal is before my next birthday is I will be done and that's like really mind-blowing because I just figured something was going to give at some point where I wouldn't finish this goal. And so I'm really excited and looking forward to that, which actually I can go into the next question. One of the questions on here was I'm preparing to graduate from the PhD program. What? What? My mind is still trying to wrap around this y'all. Like I'm really about to be done. Wow. Like praise God. Cause I just didn't think I was going to make it like I just said. So as I I am preparing, I'm thinking about a lot of different things, honestly. You know, um, I got some really amazing language around this that I want to share with you all the other day. So I, some, these are the things that I'm thinking about as I'm applying for jobs. I'm thinking about pay parity as a black woman, right? So a black woman making what, 69 cents, 79 cents to the dollar that white men make. And the fact that I'm a black woman in engineering, so most of my peers are going to be white men. I'm thinking about the fact that I am a single woman without children and wanting to move to a city that where those things can exist. <laughs> you know, where I live right now, they're just like the dating, the dating pool is not um, that large. And, you know, you only need one, but it's just not that large. It's kind of hard to date here. So living in a place where like I can date and, and, and make those strides towards having a family, right? Having a partner, having a family. Also, again, living in a place where I can like, be around people that look like me, who think like me, who have experiences like mine. Not exclusively, of course. I want to be in a place that has a lot of people of all backgrounds. However, it is really important for me to be in a place where there's a community that I can go tap into. And I don't, I've, I've really, really leaned on the virtual community that, that um, Black and in grad school has become because it just simply doesn't exist where I live, right? It's just hard to find. And I don't really want to like have to go places and create community again. I have done that as well. When I live in Detroit, I did that. There wasn't really an established young Black professional scene. And not like I was the originator of it, but I definitely had helped create something to facilitate the creation of that space. While I enjoyed it, I don't want to do it again. So I'm thinking about those things, thinking about pay. I'm thinking about datability of the city. I'm thinking about 
having where I will raise my own family and um, where I would be happy in talking about even school, a place where I would be fulfilled. And like, I know that no program or no place is going to be perfect, but a place that I feel is not going to break my spirit. Those are the things I'm thinking about as I am preparing to graduate. And then alternatively, like, what if I take a whole freaking left and do something different? And what does that look like? I have no clue, right? So those things are definitely on my mind and and what will have me whole or as close to whole as I go into this next phase. I've been thinking about that a lot. I have no answers, but I have definitely been thinking about it. What, oh, someone said, uh, let someone interview you. So if you want to interview me, you know, hit me up. Uh, then <laughs> the year you're exiting and the year that you're entering, as far as like exiting 31, entering 32. And so 30, let me tell you, when I turned 30, I loved it. I was so excited. Like, oh my gosh, I'm 30. I'm grown. I'm about to be, you know, like there's, these are the things that are happening. These are things that are not happening. Am I happy? Yes. Boom. Okay. 30s lit. 31 pandemic. Like, Ooh, okay. 30. Yeah. I guess I did kind of still think like, even though things might happen later in life, 31 is still didn't happen and somehow I felt that pressure again in 31. I'll be, I'll be honest. I still felt like a little bit of pressure. Like, yeah, something just happened for people later in life and that's cool, but it was supposed to, I guess in my head, 31 was later, <laughs> but I was very wrong about 31 actually being later. Right. So what I'm hoping for this next year is a lot more, um, self discovery. I've been on a pretty, intense journey since I've been in my PhD program. I've been in therapy. I went from going every week, probably for like two years straight to now, maybe once a month, once every three weeks. And I'm really trying to grow. Like I, and this is something that I, I I know this is like, this isn't really like usually an advice one, but one thing that I will say, um, you got to get rid of shit that's wearing you, that's weighing you down, you know, and that's emotional stuff. Of course, there can be physical things. There can be, um, you know, that are within your ability, of course. I think mentally, like, we we think that repression means that it's not, like, in our mind still. But it takes up work and bandwidth to ma- keep something repressed, right? And so what I've been working on is working through the things that I have repressed from my childhood, from my early adult life, earlier, you know, because I'm still young. But uh, my early adult life, I'm working on working through those things so I can release them and that where I can make more space for um, what is to come into my life. And what I am, something I am anticipating and I have been feeling and believing is so interesting to even be sharing this because I, I, I haven't really talked about this too publicly, but it's like I have, I am thoroughly believing that abundance is coming into my life. I do. And so Preparing myself for that abundance is financial. So like getting myself financially together, getting myself mentally together, emotionally together, physically together for the abundance that's supposed to come into my life. I want to be prepared for what is set out for me in the path that I'm on. Don't. And again, I just said, I don't know what I'm gonna do next and what the things I'm thinking about, but I do believe whatever is next is going to be in abundance. And so I, I want to be prepared. And so I have been very serious about being prepared. Like I've been on a OD debt payment plan, OD fitness plan, OD, you know, working out and my work. And, you know, what does it look like for black and in grad school if it was a business? What is that? 
um, since, you know, once I'm able, once I'm done with school, I can do a lot more things with black and in grad school. I don't know. You know, I just don't know. So those are all the things that I'm kind of thinking about and that I'm reflecting on and I'm excited about for, for 32. Greatest lesson I have learned or, uh, on my journey of self, the greatest lesson I have learned, you know, and it's funny because today, since I'm, I'm like preparing after this, I'm going to like do some stuff around my house and spend some time with um, some friends here. And it's kind of like uh, nobody can uh, do for you better than yourself. You know, like that that is something I think that shows up in a lot of different versions of my life, at least. Like, I think there are times when. I'd even say like I, you can hurt your own feelings in relationships and that's platonic and romantic. And also like having expectations for people to almost treat you better than you treat yourself. And so like I've been very much so prioritizing how I treat myself and thinking about the way that I treat myself or like even when say, for example, even tonight, right? Um, some friends and I are going to get together and I'm like, I can think of an idea about hanging out with friends. So why won't I use that same energy for myself? So that's something that I feel like has been coming back and reoccurring for me is like, do you can do for yourself and not in a, in a extreme independence thing, which I also have an issue with, but that's not what I'm talking about, but more so like, don't put things on pause or hold, or don't do things because you're waiting for someone to do them with. That's something that I think is great. I don't know if it's the greatest, but something that's great that came to me, you know, as I was reading this. And then this question was funny because I responded to my homegirl who sent this to me, uh, reflections from the past decade. And I was like, I haven't done, I didn't do any work the first five years. <laughs> Cause I was like, what, five years ago now, 27? Oh yeah, Alante from 22, 27. I was kind of all over the place, you know, I was definitely someone who was focused on comfort. I'm not going to even say the bag per se, but I was, I had no intention of doing any emotional work. So I knew how to get my bills paid, where I was going to lay my head and that I could like maintain those things. That was what I was trying to do. I think that's reasonable, but I also recognize I have friends who kind of did both, did a, a, a both and they were doing they were trying to figure out how they were going to establish themselves. But they are also thinking about their emotional self. And um, they're now, you know, I feel like almost like emotional mentors to me because they did that work when we were younger. I did not understand it. I'm like, I, that is, I, I can't think about that if I don't have no food, no place, I don't have no food, which is reasonable. But I think I just was emotionally immature and I recognize that now. So that's something that I can reflect on. I can recognize that there were some things I just wasn't addressing that I'm doing now, you know, and I'm proud of myself for doing them now. I, I really am. And, you know, that I'm like really persistent. <laughs> I am super persistent, y'all. Like what? I actually didn't get into CMU to the PhD program the first time I applied. They, they you know, kind of bumped me to a master's. Nothing wrong with getting a master's, but that's not what I applied to y'all for. I wanted to come here and get a PhD. I applied again, like legit on a whim, and now I'm here, you know, in the program that really spoke to me the first time I saw it. And I'm really happy about that because 10 years ago is when I found this program. And it's going to, you know, be 10 years when I finish, you know, from finding it to finishing with lots of life in between, right? I feel like also like 
I have learned so much language and vocabulary for so many things. Like one, of course, maneuvering and navigating the academic space, but also like emotionally and how I set boundaries with people and how I um, describe the ways that I feel like, and, and really on my birthday, I'm super my Fifi. So you're going to get this. If you listen to other episodes, you already know this, (laughs) but I, that was something I really wanted to get better at. Like I say in the last like two years is communicating my boundaries, communicating points of contention with people and navigating that without always having to be like emotional blow up big. And I have gotten so much better. And one book, I don't really make book recommendations often, but Crucial Conversations is such a good book. If you want to learn how to better deal with conflict, then do that. The thing is, as an Aries, I have no issue with conflict. I don't have a problem with conflict, but I think the way that one goes about conflict is important too. And so I wanted to build that skill set. Is it perfect? Absolutely not. Um, but it's gotten better, which actually, you know what? I'm going to take a little liberty and then go back to my greatest lesson is that this is all practice. Life is practice. Life is trying things and figuring out what works and doesn't work. And man, does that take the pressure off? It's practice. All of this is practice. Sometimes you'll get it right. Sometimes you won't. Use the information and learn. Turn those L's into lessons, you know, and and do what you can to move forward. So uh, there was one more question and then I'm going to jump off because I'm about to eat. I'm having a solo brunch, you know, quarantine safe, pandemic proof what you thought your 30s would be like versus the reality of them. Honestly, I thought it was going to be super stressful for me because it was like, oh, I'm not married. Oh, I'm not this, which like also societal pressures. And it has been, I feel like, very empowering. Like I feel very, I have a, a stronger sense of self, which I'm really happy about. And it's not perfect by any means, but I feel like I know how to bounce back faster. I think some things that have happened in my 30s would have taken me out in my 20s. I wouldn't have had the skills to to deal with them, and now I do. So I hope you like this episode. If not, it's okay. There's a lot of other ones you can listen to, but thanks for hanging with me today. I don't believe I'm 32. Thanks. Oh, the podcast crossed 100,000 downloads like two weeks ago. (laughs) I'm at like 106,000 now. Thank you. Okay, bye. Thanks again for listening to this episode of Black and in Grad School. For more content to help you on your grad school journey, check out blackandgradschool.com. That's B-L-K-I-N gradschool.com. Love this episode? Head over to Apple Podcasts to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. It's very much appreciated. Until next time. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.